everyone. Welcome back to the Figured Out Podcast. I'm Natasha. And I'm Emma. And we're super excited to have a special guest here on the podcast with us this week. So everybody welcome Sam Libke. And everyone cheered. <laughs> Woo! But Sam, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Sam's a great listener of the podcast. He's like our Monday morning, like, the reason we have to come out at 5 a.m. Yeah, I think you're the first listener every week. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Like, we don't know. Someone's <laughs> going to, like, wake up earlier now just to be able to have well, that title. But they, there's really no earlier. That's true. Because we, we, really- we could release it earlier. I, I don't think we need to. <laughs> but um, it's super exciting to have Sam on the podcast. Today we're talking grad school and kind of more specifically law school today, um, which is something Natasha and I know nothing about. Mm-mm. But um, you at one point were going to go to law school. I was going to say, I guess I know a little bit about law school just because I was considering being a lawyer for a long time. Um, I don't know if you know that, Sam. I didn't know that. What made you think about that? Um. All through high school, actually, I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I was going to do immigration law when I graduated high school. That was the plan. And then um, in college, I kind of switched gears and wanted to do family law. Um, And that was still the plan until after I graduated, actually. Mm -hmm. But that's a longer story. That's really Um, cool. I know that. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's fun. I'm excited to hear and live a little vicariously. What what it could have been, (laughs) What it could have been. St. Thomas was where I was going to go. Oh, my goodness. You guys could have been classmates. I know. It's a great choice. (laughs) That's funny. Well, maybe, like, instead of how we met at Spikeball, we could have known Sam through law school. That'd be so crazy. Well, what year did you start? I started in spring 2020. Oh, we wouldn't have. fall 2020. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have. Fall 2020? Fall 2020. There was a small chance, but it wouldn't have really worked because I was supposed to study abroad fall 2020, so I wasn't planning on going to school until 2021. Uh So, anyways, but it could have. We could have been very close. Anyways. Um. Emma, what are our fun facts about Sam? Well, our fun facts about Sam is Sam goes on hardcore backpacking trips. So, like, the other day, the other, the other day, the other podcast ago, <laughs> you know, the class. So much more timely, <laughs> the other podcast ago. We chatted with Mary about backpacking, and not to say, like, that wasn't hardcore backpacking, but, like, Sam and his friends do, like, hardcore backpacking trips, so... That is a fun fact about Sam. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about your most recent one because you guys went to Banff and was it five days that you were gone or like actually backpacking for? Yeah. So our whole trip was, I believe, eight days. Okay. And then we did a five day single hike backpacking trip and then had a couple flex days at the end that we kind of did some more touristy type day hikes. But. And you guys like backpacked in to a destination and then hitchhiked back, right, to your car? I hitchhiked back. Okay. <laughs> I, you yeah, left everyone I kind of drew the short straw on that one. And <laughs> yeah. What was that like? I honestly think we could talk about hitchhiking. That would be a very interesting podcast. <laughs> yeah. I've hitchhiked several times, actually. Really? Yeah. This one, I mean, it's Canada, right? Canadian nice. That's true. Minnesota nice. They're generally known for <laughs> helping out people and everything. Yeah. Uh, it took a little longer than I expected, mostly because the traffic wasn't working in the right direction. So I was seeing a ton of cars going by the opposite direction of which I wanted to go. And But it was only like probably the eighth or ninth car coming my direction before I got a ride. It wow. just happened to take a while for nine cars to come. <laughs> so were you just walking like during that period of time? I, I started off in one spot and then after a bit I moved and then I... It ended up taking about two hours, so I oh, started wow. walking a little bit because I was like, well, it's so long in between cars, I might as well walk. But um, <laughs> we had just finished 
the long backpacking hike and I was pretty tired. So I wasn't looking forward to walking. <laughs> My feet were pretty sore. I did walk a little bit. I probably walked like two kilometers, I think. And then um, a van with two hippies in it came and picked me up. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> they, they, uh, want, the guy spoke only in French, like a French Canadian. And the woman spoke very, very broken English. But the guy really wanted to talk to me. So the, the woman was like translating for us. Uh, they were smoking some <laughs> weed and it was, it was quite the experience, but made it safely to our car and drove back and picked up the other guys. So what was more dangerous, the backpacking trip or the hitchhiking <laughs> trip? Surprisingly, you know, the hitchhiking might've been more dangerous in reality, but I actually feel pretty safe because it was just, <laughs> they were pretty chill people. Were they um, in like the they hippie <laughs> It was just, it was a super hippie, think like Scooby-Doo yeah. van. That's amazing. Do you have pictures? You should have taken a selfie with them. Did you? I did not. Oh, that'd be so amazing. You could be like, here are my hippie friends. That would have been funny. Missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, I think hitchhiking is such a unique idea. And I was talking with, I think it's Justin's cousin's brother. Baby. Okay. Justin's cousin's brother. Would well, also technically, Justin's, Justin's cousin? cousin-in-law's brother. Gotcha. I think that's a connection. Was going to for his work. He works for like um, food shelves, or like this. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But he was going to hitchhike from Arizona up to Maine, and he only had enough cash on him um, to get home, like for the plane <clears throat> to get home. And he was doing this to also like check out his um, all the food shelves that his company like. Um, operates and I just was like that's the craziest thought and it was like six months that he was going to take and just hitchhike across the United States but anyways I just think that's a weird thing to do mm-hmm. but people do it it's it's a bold it. strategy I yeah. mean to actually plan it as your trip and that was something we did because we didn't want to have to do a loop or a double back so mm-hmm. we planned the hitchhiking to our trip and mm-hmm. I think that's similar to um, Justin's brother. Yeah, uh, cousin-in-law's cousin, brother. Cousin. Um. <laughs> I don't really know the connection. I just feel like that's so risky to like, I don't know, this is maybe like my type A planner of me to like to to leave such a huge piece of like travel up to like hopefully someone can give us a ride. <laughs> like otherwise you're going to have to walk like two hours. No, yeah, did you guys have a backup plan? No, it, and it was it was unwalkable. It was a forty minute drive. It was probably about thirteen or fourteen miles, I think. So oh, wow. it was it was not viable to walk it. What was the <laughs> point then of like starting to walk? <laughs> like, let's be honest. Well, I mean, I had no other choice, but so I was just standing there, and mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to look active. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of hitchhiking is looking approachable and looking you know, like someone easy to pick up. So I left my, I left my pack with the other guys. So I didn't have like a lot of gear with me and oh. I was just like, you know, smile and <laughs> um, try to look approachable, I guess. But that is so funny. Would you guys ever pick up a hitchhiker? I'm, I would probably if I was with someone else and I think if they were a girl, I think is what I would like do. I think that would be my criteria mm-hmm. too. Would you pick up hitchhikers? Man, it's tough. I, so <laughs> I'm like, nah, I would have left me. <laughs> I, I mean, you have to trust people. And, yeah. And, like, trust the goodness in people. At the same time, I am actually probably an overly suspicious person. So I, I'm i surprised that I, like, trust in myself and trust other people that I would be picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would pick someone up if I was in an area where hikers were. Like, mm-hmm. if I was driving through Montana, you know, it was, like, one highway going through and there's people with backpacks. Like, I'd have no problem doing that mm-hmm. and kind of 
give it back a little bit. But just like in the city or somewhere, probably not. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. I, I still think hitchhiking could be such an interesting podcast to just look at like all the ins and outs of it. But I feel like to do that podcast, we would need to hitchhike we're not doing that <laughs> so yeah i think i think this was the extent of our hitchhiking podcast this little intro yeah exactly intro to Sam. <laughs> um okay well with that should we jump into today's topic and Probably, yep. kind of i guess so sam you went to to law school right after graduating right right after your undergrad yes and um kind of like i guess what was the process like as far as deciding to go to school and like and making that decision did you always know that you wanted to pursue law no, not really. Um, I feel like I had kind of an untraditional route to law school. Um, in high school, I will say, me and my best friend at the time both always told each other we want to be lawyers. And I think, honestly, it was purely from watching TV, not really knowing what <laughs> lawyers do. Yeah, <laughs> well, not blonde. suits actually, but legally blonde. Um, <laughs> That's what you're. That's the amazing. firm, Tom Cruise, that sort of thing. Um, and then I went to undergrad and really just got focused on my major, my business major, started doing internships for that and kind of forgot about law. Um, and it wasn't until my, my last year, my third year of undergrad, that I really was taking business law, real estate law classes mm-hmm. and kind of saw more of what lawyers would actually do day to day and realized, hey, that actually fits a lot more of my strengths, got the analytical side, the reading, the writing, that sort of thing, than business. And so I kind of switched. It's like, oh. Maybe I want to go to law school. And then from there, I was uh, applying and taking the LSAT. So, yeah, the LSAT's a process. It was, uh, <laughs> I should have studied for it more, honestly. I kind of, because I was last minute to decide. It was mm-hmm. like my last semester. Um, I think I'd, I decided I had two weeks before the last LSAT exam if I wanted to. Oh, wow. If I wanted to go to school immediately after undergrad, which I didn't want to do a gap year. So, mm-hmm. So you took the LSAT within two weeks of deciding to That's to crazy. do it? Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> the LSAT is kind of unique, though, from the standpoint of you don't technically need any prior knowledge going in. Hmm. There is three, three, four sections, really. There's logical reasoning, logic games, reading comprehension, experimental section. Very similar, like the reading comprehension and logical reasoning are kind of similar to the ACT. Um, so you don't really really need knowledge going in. A lot of it is just about the stamina and the time. So you have a lot of questions in about, I think, six hours. And it's just like, it's actually trying to get them done. And you probably won't get all the questions done. But it's all about time management mm-hmm. and kind of the stamina of it. Hmm. Hmm. Did you take any logic classes before? I did, actually. So in undergrad, because I did three years of undergrad, um, I didn't have a lot of extra time to do extracurriculars, but I got to do one. And I <laughs> chose to do an advanced logic class for fun. So <laughs> That was really cool. I Logic was my favorite class I took, and so that was part of the reason, too, where I was like, okay, I think that I would love doing this. But, okay, that's fun. Logic did, puzzles are really cool. <laughs> did you ever get into truth trees and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so fun. It was really fun. You're just geeking out. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. um, (laughs) So after after taking the LSAT, did you LSAT not stat right SAT? LSAT. You did you know you wanted to go to St. Thomas where you went to law school, or how did you pick that school? No. So initially, I thought I wanted to go to U of M. I applied to U of M, Liberty, University of Wisconsin, Pepperdine, Mitchell Hamlin, St. Thomas. which is all in Minnesota law schools and a couple of state ones. And then it kind of came down to 
scholarships, cost, mm-hmm. and just like availability. Yep. Um, I got into Pepperdine, which I really wanted to go to Pepperdine. That would have been cool. I didn't get a scholarship there, and ah. it was just so expensive. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, I got into all the other schools with varying um, scholarship packages. And I was waitlisted at the U of M, so I don't actually know if I ever got in or not. But at the time, I was waitlisted, and then I ended up deciding to do St. Thomas before I really found out. Mm-hmm. Um, but St. Thomas, like, honestly, when I was applying, a lot of it came down to cost for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm <laughs> a little weird about stuff. But I, uh, when I went to law school, I actually made, like, a big Excel spreadsheet of, like, cost, opportunity cost. Like, when you go to law school, like, you're foregoing three years of a salary if I was – to graduate business school right mm-hmm. so I was like this is my salary for three years I'm foregoing that to go to school and this is the cost of school and then this is what I would probably make over what I would be in business after that so it was, it was literally like a formula for me wow yeah and um a lot of where I went came down to that because I my w- number one goal for going to law school that I did not want to have any debt so mm-hmm. that was a that was a big decision hmm. and was did you manage to go through law school without any debt yeah that's wow. huge I feel like we could do a whole podcast yeah. on, like, how to do that. I guess, like, just to keep it very surface level, like, how did you – was it all scholarships? Like, how did you reduce that cost and save money while being in law school? Scholarships helped a lot. I think I had an 85% tuition scholarship, St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. And then a big decision, too, was being able to live at home. Mm-hmm. So after moving out for undergrad, it was really difficult for me to move back on my parents. I really wanted to have an apartment downtown, kind mm-hmm. of, you know, have my own life. Um, and this was right when COVID was starting too. And my dad just kind of gave me some advice, Sam, I think you should move back in with us. And I didn't, it was really hard, but I ended up listening to him. And it was, I'm so grateful I did. And it was mm-hmm. a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. I really grew my relationship with my parents a lot, saved a ton of money. Yeah. And then immediately after I made the decision, everything in Minneapolis locked down and I wouldn't be able to do anything. I would have been stuck in a little yeah. studio apartment paying <laughs> thousands of dollars a month in rent. <laughs> so it was, it was a huge blessing, but at the time it was a difficult decision, but that mm-hmm. also affected the cost and then I was just like working through mm-hmm. school too yeah hmm. so with that like what were some of the biggest differences between grad school and undergrad and were was there anything that you were surprised about was there things that you're like this wasn't in Legally Blonde I wasn't <laughs> expecting that um can you talk about that at all yeah I would say Legally Blonde is not an accurate description Darn. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to disappoint <laughs> everybody um if you want to see what law school is actually like, there's a movie called The Paper Chase, which is fairly close to it. Hmm. Um, but as far as the differences, um, I'd say just the amount of homework um, and actually having to do the homework. <laughs> <laughs> In undergrad, I actually tended to not do my homework very often. Um, but just like it was a lot of homework. And um, I think I think it's just like stages of life too. So like in high school, I remember like thinking five page paper was so much, it was so hard Mm -hmm. to do. And then undergrad that kind of got bumped to about 10 pages, like, oh, 10 page paper, that's like so hard. And I think by the time I was done with law school, it was like, yeah, 10 10 page paper is nothing. Probably about 20 pages is where it starts to get tough. Wow. And um, I think my longest paper was about 69 pages that I had to do. Oh my goodness. That was my capstone. Well, I was talking with a friend. She's in her first semester of law school right now. And that was what she just said. She's like, I just, like, it's not even the subject material is that hard. It's like, it is so much time and it's so much reading and you have to do it all. And I just am studying all the time. And it was like, oh, I'm so sorry for (laughs) you. (laughs) I'm really thankful I'm not in school right now. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of that, like, 
Is it hard to have, like, was it hard to have friends that weren't in school? Because you continued on, like, after everyone in your undergrad had graduated. Was it hard to have friends still in, or friends that weren't in school while you were doing all that homework? No, not really. Um, I don't, I feel like I don't really compare myself with others very much, and I was still able to make time to see friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of the differences that was, like, hard being in school afterwards was I had to put a lot of my life on hold. Um, after the first year of school, I kind of made a pact to myself that I wasn't going to date until I was mm-hmm. done with school. And, um, so that was something. And then just like other kind of professional and career goals, I kind of put that in a hole because I kept, had to focus on school. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of slowed my life down. But as far as like with friends, I felt like I was able to still have a social life. Um, and I didn't feel like I was missing out that much. Yeah, I guess we knew you, like, for half of your law school time, and it's not like it really detracted from, like, being able to show up to things, I would say. No, not at all, or at least it didn't seem like it. But then were there um, tips or tricks to, like, balancing that time that you were like, this was a good system to be able to get homework done? Because also working within that, too, but still being able to show up for people? I think a lot of it came down to having a calendar (laughs) and uh, living down by that. I had... uh, Mm -hmm. I was super old school. I had a big paper calendar folder that I uh, used and kind of managed like my job schedule and my school schedule and social schedule in that. And um, just kind of time management. Um, I started to get up really early, which you guys know I get up early. Get really early. Way early. (laughs) That's kind of how it started. But a lot of Hmm. it was um, finding time to get sleep and to go to the gym was really important just for like social mental health for me mm-hmm. um i would have really struggled i think without that and i noticed like huge decreases in um productivity and attitude um when i missed out on those and so finding time and prioritizing both of those sleep and um fitness was really important to me mm-hmm. and having the schedule really helped kind of line that up hmm. So along with yeah just having friends and like your own personal things that you wanted to do outside of of school did you start like did you have community with your classmates and did you was that a big part of law school or was it like you show up to class you leave what was that like yeah so this kind of gets into some law school specific stuff i feel like but um a big thing in law school is first year study groups and so i found there was two guys and a girl that i had as a study group and kind of met each other in the first couple weeks and we did a lot of studying together um, especially that first year where everyone takes the same classes. And then I think after the first year, we kind of spread out and did our own thing. But um, for that first year, we all did the same classes, and it was really helpful. We were learning how to brief cases. So we read a case, and you have to brief it because in law school, they cold call you in classes all the time. And so you brief That it. is in Legally Blonde. That is, yes. <laughs> okay, is cold call meaning like they just call on you randomly? Yeah, so mm-hmm. our the reading, the homework for law school. <laughs> oh, she says. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is reading this case law, which is like summaries of cases. And in class, the professor will randomly call on anybody to give the facts of the case, the holding of the case, kind of why it's relevant. Mm-hmm. And just randomly call, calls on people. And you have to brief the cases to be able to summarize that very quickly from this like... 10 page case down to like a paragraph as to like mm-hmm. boom this is mm-hmm. it and yeah so <laughs> it's it's some very interesting stuff and you have to answer in a certain way too I remember several times both me and all my s- fellow students we would be kind of yelled at because when we answered a question 
well, I think this is this, blah, blah, blah. The professor, a lot of professors would yell at us and be like, no, lawyers don't think, lawyers know, start <laughs> over. And you couldn't start your sentence with, I think. It was always, this is it. We had a professor like that, but it was with I feel. And so, do you remember this? Kind of. Anytime he would answer a question, people would be like, well, I feel like this. And he goes, you feel? And his thing was you had to say I think or it is. And so I I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel a lot. But <laughs> Well, Natasha, this is a lawyer version. So lawyers aren't really uh, feelers or thinkers. Yeah, I, I probably would have struggled with that, honestly. <laughs> feel like I would have struggled. Just kidding. Just kidding. I, mean, just, I know. If you go back and listen to our podcast, we're always like, well, I feel like this is kind of how we do things. Or I think this is like what we would do in this situation. So, Well, we've talked about that, I think, before. <laughs> but no, that, that was a correct usage of it. Where you say things, though, that you know are completely true. And yes. are... Have we was it yeah. with you that I was having this conversation? Mm-hmm. But we're always like, I think that this is the case. It's like I, I absolutely like, know for a fact totally. that that happened. Right, like, like <laughs> who's gonna be there? It's like I totally know these people. Like, I think like our roommates will come. It's like, no, they've told me they are. I don't know. Why. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, that's funny though. Okay. So you guys got in trouble for saying I think a lot? Yep, it was pretty common. <laughs> and you, you just get used to it. And you know, the same with the cold calling too. Like sometimes you just don't know or you can do the homework that day. Because one thing with law school too is all of the grading is based on the final for most classes. So 100% of the grade is the final. There's not like tests throughout or like progress tests. Sometimes there's a midterm, but it's either not worth anything or it's worth maybe 5%. So that's stressful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like for the cold calling, the reason it's relevant is you can technically not do your homework and you'll just be a little embarrassed when you get cold called on and you don't know the answer, but like you're not going to get a bad grade for it. So it's, it's all on you to like self pace and, uh, it's the first year, it's like super nerve wracking. You get called on, you don't know, like, oh, I don't know what the answer is, or blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you're second, you're like, you don't really care. You're just <laughs> used to it. <laughs> so, do you think your your productivity or your like intensity of studying decreased after the first year of school? After you kind of got like your feet under you and it was you knew what was coming. I think it became more efficient for sure. Hmm. Um, you know, just you, the repetition of briefing cases, I was able to do it much quicker. And I was read a case, I was able to kind of know what to skim and what to look for. Yeah. Um, so more efficient. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say like productivity, like I had to study less, but. Mm-hmm. Just like focusing on different things. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. This question too, like we've talked about this post-college of kind of the common theme that what you study in your classes isn't really real life. Like, that's not how your job is. That's not really how even the workplace works. Like, I don't know, a lot of the knowledge that you spend so much time focusing on isn't that practical to your job. Do you find that the case with with law school or do you feel like grad school and, like, things that are more specific to a job are more applicable in what you're studying? I think it's 100% the same. Oh, no, that's so sad. <laughs> Everyone that was thinking of considering grad school just stopped right now. Like, I'll just be a lawyer <laughs> without it. I mean, it's the same thing, right? You're, you're showing up and you're showing that you can do certain tasks and, you know, but as far as practical stuff, you just have to go out there and do it. And mm-hmm. it, you're doing it all for that piece of paper, but it, it sorry to burst any bubbles. But it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's the same as undergrad, right? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're showing you can do certain things, but it's not really practical. 
I feel like with law school, maybe, I feel. No, I'm going to be super <laughs> hyper aware of that. I know. But I do feel like it. I don't know if it's actually true. In law school, it's like you learn how to work hard. And like the studying is probably, like like you're saying, you have to be prepared to, to be called on on a whim and be able to brief something. And like your learning skills, even though like it might not be applicable, like what's your what you're learning around it might not necessarily be like what your job is, but you're at least like practicing your ability to do things well, even if it's not exactly what it is. Yeah. I will say too, like we have a roommate that's in dental therapy school Mm -hmm. and I think like what she's learning probably (laughs) is more practical to like the day to day, even though I do know like there's still things that aren't quite like she doesn't have to do as intense of appointments when she's Mm -hmm. actually treating patients, like when she's in the real um, workforce but right now she's learning all of that mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't know I think mm-hmm. it probably varies I guess degree to, to degree I think it does and one thing in law school too that they would always talk about is that they were teaching us to think like a lawyer so mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily you know I think you see a movie or a show and <laughs> they just can rattle all this law off automatically mm-hmm. and like that's fine and maybe you get to do that at some point but no one come almost no one comes out of law school <laughs> just being able to do that really what you're learning is how to read a case or Mm -hmm. research is a lot of it, like learning how to Mm -hmm. research and use these uh, databases of cases. And so, yeah, you might not know the answer off the top of your head, but I know how to find the answer and Mm -hmm. I can get that for you. So that's a lot of it is like learning how Mm -hmm. to think like a lawyer. Yeah, definitely. So like what are some of your, maybe this is just kind of a catch-all of any topic, but like what are some of your tips and tricks and advice for someone considering going to law school or has already decided? What are are things that you would tell them? I would say definitely have a plan. Hmm. Um, And you don't need to do a spreadsheet like I did or anything, but Hmm. have some sort of plan. Know to the extent you can that's something you want to do because it is a lot of time and money Mm -hmm. and effort you're putting in. Um, I would also recommend talking to someone who has done it or listen to the Figure It Out podcast. There go, there <laughs> but, go. Um, but like one thing at St. Thomas we had is we had something called an extern mentorship where they paired us up with a practicing attorney in different mm-hmm. areas. And each year you got a different attorney from a different area and you would mm-hmm. practice with them and they would kind of mentor you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think going to graduate school and level talking with someone who does it and trying to build a relationship, try and shadow them and just kind of to the extent you can, you're never going to know until you get into it. But to the extent you can, try and know that you want to do it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Do you regret going to law school? Or are you like happy you did it? What are you, do you have any regrets from the experience? No, not at all. In fact, um, I'm really grateful that the more I got into it, the more I enjoyed it. And the more mm-hmm. I thought I like it even more than I originally thought it would. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's encouraging for people that maybe are on the fringe of like, I could see myself doing this or enjoying that, but maybe... <laughs> don't want to take the leap because that is a huge commitment. But to see that is rewarding. Encouraging to you, Tosh? You're going to do it now? Okay, guys, I've thought about going back to school so many times. And, like, especially recently because I have a coworker that is getting – I think she's just working on her master's right now. But I was like, I actually miss school. And listening to her, like, her life is so stressful. And so this probably should be a red flag. But – I was just like, there's something to the accomplishment and like being able to, like she's doing papers still, she's doing studies, she's going for counseling. So she does a lot of like group mm-hmm. um, stuff with other people, like supervision things. But I don't know, there is something that's kind of appealing about it. I think someday maybe, <laughs> but 
It's also then a lot of money. And it's like, I don't really need that because I have a great job right now that I love. And so what would be the purpose? But mm-hmm. I never actually walked. And so that's part of it. <laughs> I didn't walk for undergrad either because of COVID. I never walked either, but it doesn't make me want to go back to, to get another degree. Not just, at all. Just to do something. Not at else. all. You know, I, I don't need it. <laughs> hmm. Was walking, because so you didn't walk for undergrad, right? No. But you did for grad school. Yes. I, was it like worth it? Like, was it satisfying to be like, oh, I finally have been able to walk across the stage and get a degree? Yeah, I'm glad I did it. Um, I have no regrets about not walking for undergrad, though. And especially at the time, you know, I didn't walk for undergrad. I knew I was going to law school already. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to walk for that anyway. And I'm really glad. Even if they hadn't canceled it i don't think i would have or at least i wish i would have not still but Mm -hmm. Hmm. fun fact for y'all natasha and i would have been called back to back if we would have walked no there was one in between us really Mm -hmm. we would have just been so amazing because our last names are very close Mm -hmm. and we were the same major so it would have been like natasha rosriowski and then it'd be like i'm gonna call erickson and wouldn't that have just been like the ultimate it would have been so good i know we We would have probably been on stage at the same time because one would have been receiving and one would have been like shaking their hands and stuff oh See, I need to go back, and you need to come with me so that we can do this. Emma, we would have the same major now we, still. We have a podcast together, and we have an Instagram together, <laughs> and we live together. We don't need to walk together. Yeah, but I'm leaving. This is the only way. The only way we'll stay connect. Yes. If Natasha goes back to law school, would you go back to school for Emma? No. I actually don't think I would do no. law school now, though. I think oh. I would do something, like, within communications. See, which I would do more than law school. Yeah, so let's still... do that. Also, though, wouldn't it be so fun to do law school together? No, I don't want to do law <laughs> Sam, you had a great experience and you talked it up really well, but like I don't want to go to law school. I feel it's like, not like legally blonde. <laughs> just kidding. I feel like there is something to the fact of it's hard to, like when you shut off the steadying mentality, it's hard to turn that back on. Mm-hmm. And when I was at law school, a lot of people took a gap year or they would work as paralegal for like three or four years and then go back to law school. And I was like, that sounds so hard. Like yeah. good for you and mm-hmm. go for it, but the way I'd just be hard to turn that back on yeah. and have to start doing evenings mm-hmm. and like change your whole life. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. That's why. That's why. Okay. We'll I will s- think about that then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Sam, before we, we move on, anything else that you think we missed covering law school or grad school before we ask our final question? I don't think so. I think we covered everything pretty well. Perfect. All right, Tosh. Ask it away. Okay. So you listen to our podcast and you know that we do this for almost every guest unless we forget. Mm -hmm. But we always want to talk about something that you're currently figuring out in life. And it doesn't have to be related to law school. It could be related to working as a lawyer now. Um, But yeah, what's something you're currently figuring out right now? It is a little bit related to working as a lawyer now. I feel like I'm just figuring out how to adjust to Mm -hmm. this new life and schedule, a new phase of my life. Um, I feel like each stage of life gets busier. Mm-hmm. and um, just kind of adjusting to that and making sure all my priorities are still I have time for all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last month I was in Boston more than I was in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> and it is it's challenging traveling too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and cue Sam walking into Spike Ball yesterday, like wearing your work clothes because you came straight from a negotiation or something. So yeah, balancing it all probably is difficult. Yeah. I think it's just an adjustment period though. Like this is the first year of law school, it's an adjustment period mm-hmm. and you figure out how to do things a little more efficiently, you figure out how to manage it better and you get there. But I don't think I'm quite there yet. I feel like I'm kind of running around a little bit. And <laughs> it's not, you know, I say it's not my uh, 
best place to be. So I'm trying to get there. There you go. I think that's a common feeling. I I feel like that all the time, <laughs> honestly. But also, I do think anytime there's a major transition, mm-hmm. it takes a little while to adjust. And yeah. there's so many different things that you're switching around. And especially after having like probably a pretty rigorous schedule and like mm-hmm. predictability in a way. I feel like yeah. now you have been traveling a lot more and that adds a lot of, I don't know, you can't schedule that as well. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the travel, I will say. It's just trying to manage it and, you know, work it into the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Cool. Well, I think that wraps everything up. Um, unless we missed anything. Okay, we had one fun fact that we were going to talk about. Yeah, we kind of stopped our whole list of fun facts. Because And we'll just say them actually two. Really quickly, <laughs> our other two fun facts about Sam is that he's a dog named River. And we never really see her, though. But she's really sweet. She's in the truck right now. <gasps> she is? Yeah. Because I'm going up to my oh, grandma's for hunting. Oh, yeah. You take her deer hunting? Well, I'm not going to leave her for my roommate, so I kind of bring her with her. Oh, right, we can watch her. <laughs> Sam laughs. <laughs> you have um, a few dogs here, Regina. <laughs> Sounds like a handful. <laughs> Um, okay, and our other fun fact is that Sam is a really good flag football coach because this last weekend we played flag football for the first time. Well, for my first time. I think you've played before, I right, I played Emma? in, like, homecoming in high school. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I think our, our best coaches were you and Mary, and it was very entertaining to have both of you guys. I wasn't on their team, so I can't say, like, R. You can't say R. <laughs> but I assume you were a great coach, Sam. You just weren't my coach. Mary really stepped up and had I some know. great plays. She plays like she played intramural flag football, like in that school makes sense. for like years. I didn't know that beforehand, but she had all of these different flags and it was or plays, and it was so funny listening to her be like, "Oh, this is how to do," and then yeah. I didn't catch that, but that totally adds up now because I and the game at the time I was thinking like, "Whoa, Mary, <laughs> <laughs> how does she know all this?" <laughs> Yeah, um, no, it college. was so great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't ever really play flag football, so it was a, a new thing for our crew. Yeah. I feel like it sounds so much more intimidating than it is, but as long as you have enough people, like it's not that hard. Yeah, I had never done it before, but I had a great time, and it wasn't, well, I didn't really benefit our team very much, but it wasn't like crazy difficult, and I think playing it more, I would get more confident, and that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think so, too. Like. If I do what I was doing a little more. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Well, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. And um, we're excited for people to be able to hear more about your journey in law school. And um, hopefully they would have a little bit more encouragement. Yeah. I mean, not to go to law school necessarily, but grad school at least. (laughs) Right. Maybe you're a little discouraged now that you know that law school is not as (laughs) Elwoods would depict it. But, you know, um, learning for everyone so sam again thank you so much for being on the podcast it was so fun to have you and thank you guys all for listening and we'll see you next week